بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على خاتم النبيين وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين يا برد السلام عليكم ورحمه الله وبركاته Here we are going to continue discussing the cases which is mentioned in this book, a valuable book, which is Kitab al-Tawheed, the book of Tawheed or Manafism. Seeing that we are in this book dealing with every case which has any slight relation with the case of Tawheed or Manafism, we will see here tonight that he is discussing a case Some people may say there is no connection between this case and the case of monophism or Tawheed. But actually when you just check it out, as we will mention inshallah, you will see how much connection is there actually between the case of patience and the case of Tawheed or monophism. As uh, Sheikh Amtiyaz mentioned in the introduction, we are discussing the case of chapter number 35, which is talking about the case of patience, as-sabr. What is the connection? Let's start with this in the beginning. What's the connection between a sabr or patience and the case of monotheism or tawheed? Since every mu'min believes that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made qadr before he creates earth and heavens. And he wrote that in the Allah al-Mahfur and he had the will of making this qadr on and he also created the actions of a human being. Then faith or belief in here, if anybody contradicted, then it is a case of contradicting tawheed. Because as you remember, Tawheed or Monotheism is actually to believe in the oneness of Allah, in His Lordship, in His worship, in His names and qualities. And Rububiyya or Lordship in here is talking about the case of Qadr, the part of Rububiyya. That Allah already decided things happening to human beings. That's the case for the relation. But we, before we go on discussing these ayahs and the hadith which is mentioned in this, chapter, as we used to do, we should also discuss some introduction cases, like what are the types of patience. Patience is not one type. If you read the Quran and Sunnah, you will find Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talking about patience sometimes, about patience of tragedies. That's most people think of it. Sometimes he talks about the patience on doing what Allah told us to do, doing the good deeds. They were shippings. And sometimes you find the Quran and Sunnah are talking about the other type, which is the third type of patience, which is being patient from doing what Allah does not want us to do, or He hates us to do. So there are three types in here of patience. That's why when you read the Holy Book of Allah, you will find Allah talking about the patience, and sometimes in this case, sometimes in this type, other types, the other type. So in this case, you will understand when this ayah is discussing the case of patience, although there is no, no tragedies in there. As Allah told, Muhammad, told Muhammad in the ayah, فَصْبِرْ كَمَا صَبَرَ أُولِ الْعَزْمِ مِنَ الرُّسُلِ 
Allah is ordering Muhammad وسلم, to be patient like the other messengers were patient. There's no tragedy in here. No troubles in here except that he is ordering him to be patient on delivering, conveying this message of Islam. Now, if you ask yourself, waking up in the morning, the early morning for Salat al-Fajr, it's not so easy to leave the warm bed, to leave the house, to go and make wudu, to go to the masjid, to, to make salah with jama'ah, come back home. All of these are things that need patience. Also, leaving things that we love. Some money, maybe it's from haram, some good job, which is having some money, haram money, haram salary. Yani, stopping ourselves from looking to the channels and so on. These are things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not like. And He told us to stop doing them. For, he, he forbid us from doing them. He told us to refrain from doing them. To refrain from taking the haram money, which is money. Money has a lot of attraction to people. To stop ourselves from looking to the good looking women. As an example, also this is desire in the human being. Allah created us with it. As Allah told us subhanahu wa ta'ala in the, in the ayah in Surah Al-Imran, زُيِّنَ لِلنَّاسِ حُبُّ الشَّهَوَاتِ مِنَ النِّسَاءِ وَالْبَنِينَ وَالْقَنَاطِيرِ الْمُقَنْطَرَةِ مِنَ الذَّهَبِ وَالْفِضَّةِ وَالْخَيْرِ الْمُسَوَّمَةِ وَالْعَامِ وَالْحَقِّ So many things. So many things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us that He built in us, liking them or loving them. Can you find anybody who hates money? Nobody. Can you find anybody or any man but in this case now, when we have the patience not to have these things which is, not for, which is not allowed for us, then it is another type of patience. These are three types of patience. We come with us, inshallah, through discussing the ayat and ahadith which is mentioned in this chapter. Also, another important case to discuss before we go on to this ayat and ahadith, the case of people towards these or the case of patience. Uh, especially the case of tragedies. Because as we said in the beginning, most people when you talk about patience, directly their minds go to the tragedies. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned in this holy book, الذين إذا أصابتهم مصيبة قالوا إنا لله وإنا إليه راجعون أولئك عليهم صلوات من ربهم ورحمة So directly, when we say patience, directly people go to the case of tragedies. Problems, losing money, losing children, losing health, losing that. Although this is, as we said, you know, one part of three, one of third of the case of patients. But let us see how people deal with that, because this chapter actually is talking about this case only. Let's see how people deal with these tragedies. We can divide or we can categorize these people into four actions when they deal with the case of tragedies. The first one, the discontent, the impatience, which is mentioned in the hadith that come to us, that's called anniyaha, to cry on a dead person, to show the huge sorrow on that person, by crying and saying bad, maybe some lot of words and so on, which is used to be done in the dark time or called Jahiliyyah, the time before Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. 
The second action could be done by human beings towards tragedies is patience. He feels sorry, he feels tired, maybe he will weep or cry, but he still has patience. As Muhammad did, when the case of his son Ibrahim السلام, died in his life, he weeped for Sallam. So some Sahaba said, yes, what are you doing? He said, that's a mercy in the heart of human beings. But he said no bad things. He said, for in the clear hadith in Arabic, إِنَّ الْعَيْنَ لَتَدْمَعَ وَإِنَّ الْقَلْبَ لَيَحْزَنَ وَلَا نَقُولُ By the tongue, إِلَّا مَا يُرْضِي رَبَّنَا Only we will say things that Allah Ta'ala will accept. He will not say bad things or say cry and cut his hair or slam his face and so on. Some people do that. No. So this is the second level. The third level or third kind of actions which is going to be toward the tragedies is satisfaction. This is very strange. How people will be satisfied when they have tragedies. How people will be happy when they have tragedies. This is the wrong case, I tell you the truth, but it is true. There are people when they remember that this tragedy came from Allah, the one beloved, subhanahu wa ta'ala, they will, just, will accept it. They will be satisfied with it. What is from Allah is good for us. For sure, no doubt about that. We'll give more description of this, inshallah, in the case in the end of the topic next week, inshallah, hopefully, when we talk about the hadith which is the mention of Salah in this case. The fourth action towards tragedies is to thank Allah for it, which is a higher level that not everybody can do it. How a person will thank Allah for a tragedy? A person loses his money or loses his child or he loses his health or he has a, a problem. Or, how is he going to thank Allah for that? And he's, some people say that's impossible. Can, who, nobody can say maybe this is you just, this is just imagination. No, it's not imagination. Yeah, you will see why. When you remember that, this is from Allah, and Allah Ta'ala gives these tragedies to us sometimes to raise up our level in Jannah, as mentioned by Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. The hadith of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said, which him Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, إِنَّ اللَّهَ إِذَا أَحَبَّ عَبْدًا إِبْتَلَهُ When Allah loves one of his slaves, he gives him tragedy. He gives him test. Fitna. Ibtila. Why? To raise him up. One of two things. Usually, when Allah loves his slave, he gives him ibtila, imtihan, fitna, for one of two reasons. Whether to move away all of his sins because of this, for his patience and acceptance, or to raise his level in Jannah. The hadith of Muhammad وسلم, that he says, وسلم, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the meaning of what he said, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may assign a level in Jannah for his slave that he cannot reach with his own good deeds, so Allah gives him a so he will raise his, him to that place. Just imagine now, a person who does a lot of good things, good deeds, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to put him in a higher level in Jannah. And as you know, Jannah is level. While Jahannam, a'udhu billah, is level to the bottom. That's why we say, as I told us in his holy book, إِنَّ الْمُنَافِقِينَ فِي الدَّرْكِ الْأَسْفَلِ مِنَ النَّارِ The booklet will be in the deepest, the lowest level of Jahannam, a'udhu billah. While mu'mineen, 
Of course, the messengers, Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم, some of them will be in the highest level of Jannah, Al-Firdaus Al-A'la. And every level will be, as Muhammad described, will be between each level, like between us and the earth and the stars. And we also remember that Muhammad told us upon the ayah that Allah will raise the children of a good man. He will raise his children from their lowest level of Jannah to his level. If the father is better than them. And that's part of habits in Jannah. Inshallah, when we get to Jannah, inshallah, and we are on some levels of Jannah, and Allah wants to make us happy, more happy, He will bring our children up to us, to our level. Although maybe they are not in the level where we are, if we are better than them, of course. So that's part of the na'im, the ease, the happiness in Jannah, that Allah gives more and more generosity to His good slaves. May Allah accept us. <clears throat> so, types of patience are three, and types or kinds of actions to be done towards the tragedies are four. That's the beginning of the chapter. We see now what Allah told us in this chapter. The author, Rahimahullah, wrote one ayah with explanation by one of the tabi'een. The ayah is, Allah said in his holy book, وَمَنْ يُؤْمِنْ بِاللَّهِ يَهْدِ قَلْبَهِ وَمَنْ يُؤْمِنْ بِاللَّهِ إِمَانٍ فَيْتُ وَنِهَا الْفَيْتُ يَهْدِ قَلْبَهِ Hidayah here is not to direct to the right track as it's understood in Arabic or to give the way, show the way. If you remember before we discussed the case of Hidayah, although it's not the case in here, but just to show you the difference in here. Hidayah when it comes to the Quran and Sunnah, it is one of two things. Whether to give the person Hidayah to be in the right track. That's only for Allah. So Allah told Muhammad Sallallahu You do not give Hidayah to the people you love. That's the Hidayah we're talking about in here. The other Hidayah is to direct people, to show them the right track. Only. Without moving their hearts to it. Without forcing them to be in there. That is for Muhammad Sallallahu Brothers of Nabiyyin and every good Muslim who is working in da'wah. Allah SWT told Muhammad SAW, وَإِنَّكَ لَتَهْدِي إِلَىٰ صِرَاطٍ مُسْتَقِيمٍ Now he's saying, إِنَّكَ لَتَهْدِي مِنْ أَحْبَبِتِ And here he's saying that, وَإِنَّكَ لَتَهْدِي How is that? If someone does not understand the difference between two hidayahs, then he will say, Quran is contradicting each other. That's why we say, a Muslim when he reads Quran, he should try every time he reads to grab some of the meaning of it. If you have a book, the book of Allah with some explanation beside, it's fantastic to make some kind of tilawah different than regular tilawah daily. This book, you have Quran plus the explanation of it, keep it at home as an example. Give 20 minutes daily as an example to read, only to understand. Read the ayah or the ayat, read the meaning of it, just to give you more don't say, I cannot memorize this easy. Don't memorize it. Just read it. It will give you more lights. And one light, two lights, three lights, twenty lights, thousands of lights, then you are in the light. But if you keep on cursing the darkness without lighting any one single candle, you will not have light. That's what they, in Chinese they say, without, instead of cursing the darkness, light one, 
كانتو Nothing the candles to read this book of Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala try to understand the meaning of it. Even one ayah daily. Jazakallah khair, fantastic. Not only you are getting the light, plus you are getting the good deeds. And your scale is going to be heavier. And that nobody will be greedy not to give Quran 20 minutes a day. No good Muslim will do that. Every Muslim would love to read, but maybe he doesn't know or he is too busy, shaitan is moving him all around and he is getting him busy and this and that. That's why when you try to read Quran, Shaitan comes to you directly and he starts to push you to yawn. He push you to, he brings you a lot of things to be done. Oh, I forget that. So close the mushaf and go do it. That's what Shaitan is doing. He doesn't want you to read. He doesn't want you to recite Quran. He doesn't want you to understand Quran. He doesn't want you to read the hadith of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the meaning of the hadith of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Because he doesn't want, he doesn't want you to be far away from his drag. He swore to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he will drag us with him to Jahannam, a'udhu billah. فَبِعِزَّتِكَ لَأُغْوِيَنَّهُمْ أَجْمَعِينَ إِلَّا عِبَادَكَ مِنْهُمْ مُخْلَصِينَ May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us all of mukhlasin. So Hidayah in here, this ayah, means that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give calmness, ease into the heart of the person who is having iman on Allah, faith on Allah, that this tragedy came to him and it's from Allah, So he thanks Allah, Alhamdulillah. Whatever comes from Allah, Alhamdulillah. And I gave you an example before, a story of Urwa ibn al-Zubayr, brother of Abdullah ibn al-Zubayr, son of al-Zubayr ibn al-Awwam, radiyallahu anhu, one of the best sahaba, as you remember. Urwa ibn al-Zubayr was not sahabi, of course, he was only a tabi'i, because he did not catch the time of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he accepted his time. Actually, Urwa ibn al-Zubayr was one of the best tabi'i, he had some kind of disease in his, one of his feet. And doctors in that time said that you have to cut it. Otherwise this disease will come on the whole body, like cancer or maybe some other disease called gargarina or whatever you call it. So they said, okay, go ahead, do it. They said, you have to drink some alcohol so you will not feel. Of course that time as we said, you know, there's no Uh, يعني, uh, injections or there is no يعني, quick cutting they have to use a saw just imagine that will make you fudge like this you know as <laughs> you say the brother in here so how about it's happening to you but he said no I will not drink alcohol no way I will pray and when I am in tashahud I will give you my leg do it whatever you want to do it. so he made salah when he was in tashahud He gave them his leg, they cut it. Now, this is not the case we are talking about. The case is that he went unconscious. Then when he woke up, they told him that one of your four sons is dead. Now, he said, Alhamdulillah. And he talked to Allah and said, Alhamdulillah, Allahumma ya Rabbi lak alhamd. You gave me four sons. You took one, you left me three. Thank you for what you gave given me. Thank you for what you taken. Thank you what you left for me. You gave me four, what do you call them? Hands and feet. You took one, you left me three. Thank you for what you ta- t- uh, taken. Thank you for what you have left for me. This man now, how did he do this? Isn't he a human being? Doesn't he have feelings? He has feelings like us, but he thinks Beyond our short seeing of things. 
He's thinking about what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did to him now. It's just because he loves him. إِنَّ اللَّهَ إِذَا حَبَّ عَبْدًا ابْتَلَهُ Listen to the complete of the hadith. حَتَّى لَا يَدَعَهُ يَمْشِي عَلَى الْأَرْضِ وَعَلَيْهِ خَطِيَةٌ So he will not walk on earth while he has one sin. بَلَاء فِتْنَةٌ امْتِحَانٌ Testing with troubles, with these things will make this person pure. Like a water. Pure from sins. So when he dies, he just moves from this terrible dunya to the Jannah. First in the grave, then the true Jannah also in the judgment day. All he has to do is patience. Patience on his life. Patience on working for Allah. Patience in tragedies. Patience on doing what Allah told him to do. Patience from doing what Allah not to do what Allah forbid him to do. Only patience. That's why life is actually part of it or half of it is trouble. As Ibn Mas'ud said, Sallallahu Alaihi or one of the best Sahaba, he said, Deen is actually two parts. Yaqeen and Sabr. Yaqeen means certain dogma when Allah Ta'ala and His Deen and His Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and the second part is patience. Because if you are patient for doing good deeds, patient for not to do what Allah Subhanahu wa Taala not to do, patient for what you receive from tragedies, then you have all the suffer with you. So you are on the right track. And all our life, if you see it, it is one of these three things you will need. You will need one of these three things in all your life. I mean, all of them, but some. In one case you need this, another case you need this, another case you need this. You are waking up for Al-Fajr prayer and you are tired, you did not sleep last night, good. Then what kind of patience you need to do what Allah tells you to do? If you are seeing Fitna like Yusuf alayhi salam when he saw that lady and she wanted him desperately and she closed the doors and she, have the, she had the power, then he needed the second type of patience. When there is a tragedy, losing children and so on, then there is a third patience. Or type of patience. So if we take this and practice it in our life, then we will be in the right track. But Alqamah ibn Yazid, one of the yani, high educated scholars of Tabi'een, he explained this ayah and he said, it is the man who has tragedy and he knows that it is from Allah, then he accepts it and submits. From Allah. It's from Allah. So he accepts it. Now comes the point, although it is just a side point, but it's very important to say in here. Doesn't mean that we have to accept any tragedy we receive. No. We accept the qadr from Allah. We accept that Allah decided this. We accept the decision of Allah, but we do not accept the bad thing. That's why if you are having sickness, anybody having disease, he will accept it because it's from Allah, but he will go to the doctor also. And there's no contradiction here. You accepted this tragedy, then you go to the doctor also. Because you are ordered by Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa in the hadith to go to ask for medicine. Ibad Allah tadawaw wa la tadawaw bi muharram. Or say to Allah, the meaning of the hadith, or say to Allah, use medicines, but don't use haram medicines. Someone comes, the doctor comes to you and says, if you are tired, you need to drink some wine before you sleep. I heard this by myself, by the way. 
nursery. We had one of our colleagues and he took him to the doctor because he can't sleep and he has problem, homesick. Okay, that time. So he said, okay, no problem. Just before you sleep, take a, uh, half a glass of wine. Well, this is civilization. Civilization is giving you fantastic medicine. You drink alcohol. Subhanallah al-Azim. Strange civilization. So this is the, 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 the medicine they want. This is medicine, but it's haram. If it's true medicine, if it is, let's say this is true medicine. If we accept this true medicine that if he drinks uh, any glass or cup of wine, then he will sleep easily. If it's true, still it's haram because it's haram, the medicine is haram itself. So, having the tragedy, the qadr, the destiny of Allah Taala is accepted. But if it's in the bad case, we don't. We accept it in this side from Allah, but we try to change it. This is the case, in second as an example, the case of يعني, falling into the bad deeds. Somebody, he was driven by shaitan and he started to watch these satellites and he saw some bad things. This is already qadr. It's already qadr on us, true. But we have to change it. We have to make repentance. And repentance in here is changing. Because we have to repent to Allah Ta'ala from what we have done. And every human being is, is, is a mistaker. As Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said in the hadith, كل ابن آدم خطاء وخير خطاء التواب Every human being is making mistakes. But the best of them, those people who make repentance as soon as possible. But this is the ayah and the meaning of the ayah is Al-Qamah رحمه الله said. In Sahih Muslim, Abu Hurairah رضي الله عنه said that Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said Two things in human being, they are kufr. Major disbelief, a minor disbelief, but it's kufr. When you see Arabic word kufr or shirk, you have to put it in one, two ways. Whether it's a major or a minor. It depends on the hadith or the ayah. You study it with the other ayah. He says, I tell him that to attack the ones Lineage. Come a person say you are son of a slave, you have no father, your father is this, you are not from a tribe. This is part of kufr. Is it major or minor? We'll come to it in a point. And also, dwelling on diseased people. And that's our case in here, that someone does not have patience. His close relative, his one of his parents, his, one of his sons or daughters dies, then he cannot have patience. That's counted as a kufr. But uh, as you can see, it is not a major kufr. Because it does not show in this hadith and some other ayahs, some other hadith also shows that this is not a major kufr. So he is not excluded from Islam because of it. But he is in a danger. And whenever Muhammad Sallallahu mentions something dangerous, you have to be careful that this is very dangerous. Whether it goes to the extent of major cover or major shirk or does not, we have to be careful. We have to save ourselves from it. It's enough for us that Muhammad Sallallahu hates it, that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala hates it. Then we will not supposed to do it. So if someone has ha- is, is losing one of his close relatives, what is he supposed to do? If he weeps, no problem. If he feels so sorry, still no problem. But if he starts to say, What's called in Arabic, Niyah, as Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentioned in the other hadith, or hadith, 
that you say, oh my, this is my best, and he has done this, and he is the best guy in this world. And, ah, this is not allowed in Islam. This is not allowed in Islam. That used to be done in the time before Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and now after Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam came, he explained to his sahaba that this is against Islam, and it could be covered, major or minor, you people are not supposed to do it. That's the case. The one who is doing this actually is showing that he is having no patience. And patience is part of the deen, as you say, as you see before. So he is supposed to have patience, accept what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has decided on him, and go on in his life. One of the things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, one of the graces that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us is to forget. If we do not forget, it's the problem. If you still remember every problem you have faced in your life, you cannot live. You have a lot of headaches, a lot of troubles around you, you cannot live. You remember that you have lost some money in there, you have remember that you lost that friend, that colleague, and that relative. So many things, you can't. But Allah gave us this case of forgetting. So, to forget something, these things sometimes is good. Better of it, of course, is to remember that it's from Allah, so it's acceptable. It's fantastic, it's from Allah Taala, and Allah never gives His good slaves things that he hates or is bad for him. Everything comes from Allah is good. Including the tragedies. It is good. Let me give you an example. Imagine a person who is having a lot of money. And because of this money he became Taghiyah. Kalla inna al-insana la yatgha arra'ahu istaghna. This is the surah of Duha. Some people who they have a lot of money, they are changed. And it's enough for us the story which is mentioned in Surah Tawbah, you remember I told you about. He was a Sahabi who was living in the masjid and he was called the pigeon of the masjid. And when he gained a lot of money, what happened to him? He became a hypocrite. This is the same Surah. Same few eyes, Allah mentioned about this story. Read it and read the story. You would be amazed how a person who is living with Muhammad sallallahu staying in the masjid, a poor man, praying every salah with Muhammad sallallahu learning from Muhammad sallallahu and because Allah knew that he doesn't deserve to be a good Muslim. He gave him the test and he failed. Who guarantee for us, any one of us, that if he gains a lot of money, he will pass the test? Nobody can really guarantee that. Nobody can guarantee that. You and I or anybody else, maybe if he is getting a lot of money, then he will start gradually or suddenly to be changed. And you have seen this in life. I'm sure each one of us has seen this in his life. Some persons, he is mashallah fantastic, he's playing with Jama'ah and he's a good guy, and he, then when he starts to go into the money, especially haram money, then he's changing piece by piece. In the beginning he was only a staff of a company, then later on he became assistant manager, then he became a manager, and general manager, and he has to deal with his position. A general manager means that he has to have meetings with the managers of companies, maybe outside, or they have to be, uh, what do you call it, uh, work parties, where alcohol and women in there, of course, you know, you have to be civilized, you are a manager of a company, you can't deal like any of the other staff, and piece by piece, he will have to lose some of his deen in order to stay in his position. And maybe he will lose all of the deen. 
So it's the case that a Muslim has to have patience. If he cannot control the money, Khali Wali. How do you say? If the money is going to control me, I don't want it. This controlling could lead me to bad. But that doesn't mean that every Muslim who has money will be bad. No. There are fantastic people, Muslims who have a lot of money. Call them Buhara. Maybe we call them Buhara in Urdu. But whatever. Those people who have a lot of money, they are still the good people because they are using this money and they're not, not the money is using them. And there is a big difference between if you are using the money or the money is using you. These people are using the money in the correct way. They are gaining it from halal and give it to halal also in good things. They know some poor families, they know some poor people, they make masjid, they make... MashaAllah, fantastic. But how many of these? How many of these millionaires are this way? You know and you can see in your reality. Let me stop on this hadith, the second hadith of the Masoud radiallahu anhu, that we'll talk about inshallah next week. This is good enough for as a, an introduction and thoughts tonight. Inshallah next week we'll complete the chapter. If you have any questions, I'll be happy to answer them inshallah ta'ala. Jazakumullah khair, we'll see you inshallah. Yes, brother. Uh, an example? example like, uh, I'm, I'm doing some uh, wrong selection, not following uh, Quran or Hadith, and I'm calling it into tragedy, so it's inspired. It is even Qadr. Both the actions and the tragedy, both are Qadr. Yeah, okay? So if a person really makes mistakes, and these mistakes lead to tragedies, he should repent. He should repent. He should make a lot of istighfar. He should try to correct himself. Because if tragedy is because of his actions, there's another problem in here. Like a person who, is, who has the choice to gain little money from halal or to have a lot of money from haram. Then he decides to take a lot of money from haram and leave the little money from halal. Then he has made the tragedy to himself because this haram money will destroy him by some way or another. As we understand from the hadith of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that the haram money is really destroying the money. And the best example of it is that if you have this much of milk, pure milk, and you drop one drop of urine into it, how is it? Anybody will drink it? It destroys it all. So in this case now, if a person is really by himself, he is looking for the trouble, then he is falling into trouble. He needs to repent first of all from doing this. Then he make also patience for the tragedy. Yes. yes. the person did he advise because he thinks this girl is good enough for this guy there's no problem Later but if he is yeah, yeah as an example if, he, if, if some of your relatives came to you and say I want to marry 
you know, could you direct me, to, so then you direct him to some of your own relatives, as an example. While you know, or you do not know that she's a bad girl, as an example. Or you think she's a good girl, then you do not make any mistake. Don't worry about people. Blaming of people is another case. We are afraid of blaming of Allah. We are afraid of, of punishing punishment of Allah, whether in dunya or in the judgment day. Yes. Uh, later on, the problem arises due to his uh, involving in haram things. Ah. And before that, I don't know about that. So that's the case. Uh, and you, you give an advice as far as you know. Yani we do not know the unseen world. Okay. So if someone come and ask you for advice and advise him, then he does. He wo- yani he goes upon my advice, then he falls into bad things. If it was because of me, I am sorry. I, I don't know. What I know is that I gave you advice that I think. But if I know, then I trick him. Ah, this is another case. This is another case. But if I do not trick him, I just give him what I think, that this girl is good, or this business is good, or this, this is halal, inshallah. Then he discovered that what I have said is incorrect. Okay, I'm a human being, I make mistakes. So I'm not going to be blamed for my, for my, you know, advice. But if I know that I'm just tricking him just for some benefits I'm getting, this is another case. Yes, brother. Uh, it's not me who said so. That's Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Okay? That's, I said it is the hadith of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in Sahih Muslim. That Abu Huraira said that two things in human being, they are with them are kafir. Now, kafir in here, as we said before, however, whether it's kafir or not, let's talk about your point in here, that yes, it is so bad, it is at least a major sin. Major sin means like drinking alcohol, zina, na'udhu billah, Taking ruba, these are major sins. Niyaha, to say these things, niyaha in here is also another major sin at least. It could be also kufr. Who said so? That's Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the hadith which is in Muslim. Okay? So you go, if, if you want more explanation to this point, go to Sahih Muslim, which is explained also by an Nawawi, rahimahullah. He has already explained the whole Sahih Muslim hadith by hadith. I'm sure also you can find. Al-Nawawi. I'm not sure if this is going to be in another language than Arabic, but I think in Arabic for sure it's there. I have it in my home, you know, but I'm not sure about the other languages. Also, I think you can find explanation of this in so many sites. In this case of Niyah, I think there's some house, they have some books about that. Islam QA, yes. Islam also, Islam dash QA will give you more, yeah, a lot of explanation. Just go to Google and you know, Google will direct you, inshallah. But make sure you don't go to the bad... There are some bad sites in Google, be careful. There is Shia site. There is Sufism site. There is Jew site saying that they are Islam. Al-Islam, and in check, is only Jew. But they are trying to trick Muslims. So be careful. And Google is not going to give you 
يعني the correct ones هو بس باير إن شاء الله نالجي ودته يسر Yes, first you think in your life is Qadr, but there is difference between the case of things you have the capability of doing them or things that you have no capability of doing them. Take as an example, you mentioned the other day when you were sleeping from side to side or you were dreaming. And if someone dreams bad dream, doing bad things, stealing or making dhina, Allah, in his dream, is he going to be punished? No, because he has nothing to do with it. He was not, he has no choice to do it or not, because this comes to him. Same thing if you say that, if you have a, a, a feather with a windy day, will you blame this feather if it goes this way or goes this way? No, not, because the, the, the wind will go, take it. That's things that you cannot really control. Your heart beating, your يعني, uh, breathing, your kidney working. These are not up to you. So Allah will not ask you why. Why did you breathe that day 20 times? He won't ask you this question. Why your heart beating like this? He won't ask you this question. But he will ask you, why didn't you pray with Jama'ah that day? Because this is under your capability, your will. Our will now is under the will of Allah, but our will in here is required, because if you are willing to do good things and you're doing them, then Allah Taala will reward you. If someone is willing bad things and he's doing these bad things, then Allah will punish him, because he is capable of doing this. Capability here is the case. Qadr is containing both. Capable things and uncapable things to you. Anything happening in your life, anything, even your eye winking, is also a Qadr. It's already written. And if, that's why Allah SWT, if you remember, Qadr is four steps. Remember that? Knowledge, writing, will, creation. Knowledge here, if you remember knowledge here, and you understand it, then all of the cases of Qadr will be easy for you. Just remember that Allah Taala has an absolute knowledge. Before he creates anything, he knew everything. He knew that we were sitting in this masjid now, this hour, and we will say these things. He knew, Subhanahu Wa Taala, before he created earth and heavens, thousands of years. He knew, Subhanahu Wa Taala. So in this case now, what we are doing is also known to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. But He is giving us the chance to do it, or not to do it, upon our own will. Then He will punish us or reward us. But things that we cannot control. Then he's not going to punish it. Like I said, you know, you give an example of you are sleeping on your right side at the night and during your sleeping without any will of you, you just move to the other side. You're not going to be punished for that or rewarded. Yes, brother. Without giving يعني names of these banks or so on. Actually, whatever is riba is riba. Riba means that Allah mentioned in His holy book with a strong ayah. The longest ayah in Quran is for riba. And Allah Taala told us in the other ayah also that if we don't stop riba in our life, Allah will be fighting us. Allah wa Rasul. فَأَذَنُوا بِحَرْبٍ مِنَ اللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ. And in the other hadith of Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم say that. The least of riba is like the man who is going on his mother, Allah. 
So why do I have to go to these banks and take a loan with riba just to have extra luxury in my life? <clears throat> I have a car, old car, I want to have a new one. I cannot have this new one because I don't have the cash money. So I'll go and play around with Sharia, just with this, huh? play around and take like the Jew when they did on the Saturday when the Allah SWT made a test to them. By th- he told them don't take fish in Saturday. No fishing in Saturday. Here's the story. And then they made a trick to Allah. They put the net on the sea on Friday. And they leave it. They come on Sunday and take it. They say we let fish on Saturday. Fish had it. So these bands, they are doing the same trick of Jew. Unless, okay, because your question is talking about a person who is working in the bank. Now working in the bank is not allowed. A bank who is using riba clearly is not allowed. It is haram totally. There is no doubt about it. But when you say that you are working for a company, don't say bank. Say you are working for a company, the company is giving you a loan. Say, we'll give you 20,000 riyals, we'll take it back from your salary gradually with the same amount. This is not riba. But if they say we'll give you 20,000 riyals, we'll take it gradually from your salary, but it will be a 22,000 in the end. That's riba. How can I yeah, satisfy my need to cash without falling into riba? There's a lot of ways. One of them which is mentioned in the, in the ulama they used to say to use the case of tawarruq. Tawarruq means you buy something with installment. Just an example, if I have a car, you want to buy my car, if I take it to the market, it will be 20,000 riyal. You come to me and say, okay, I don't have a cash, I'll take your car for 20,000, 25,000 riyal, 25,000 riyal in two years. That's called in here, maybe you heard of it, taqsid or installment. This is okay. You can take this car for 20,000 riyal, later on will be paid, you take it to the market, you sell it for 20,000 riyal, you take the cash. That's called tawarruq, this is okay. But what they are doing usually in bank now, banks now, is not this way. They are playing around with it. They are playing a lot. They are using so many ways of doing this, including the, uh, which should include all riba and salat al-Aqsa So, yani, lots of people, they don't do this because they are in bad need and desperate need of it. No, they do this just for luxury. Lots of Saudis, they do this in here. Just because there is a way to have laws and to have this installment or this, uh, you know, yani, uh, renting a car with a promise or to, to give, to, to yani, have it in the end of the, the loaning or renting. They just go for it. Even if they have fatwa. These banks, they have fatwa, by the way. But actually, this fatwa is true. And the sheikh, they are right. But when they come to practice this fatwa, they play around. They don't practice truly, actually. They just go beyond it. And they say, see fatwa. We have fatwa. Don't you believe this sheikh? We believe them. Yeah, they are good sheikh. We know them. And we know they have said it's true. But you guys, these banks guys, are not really practicing the fatwa. They are playing around with it. That's the trick. We are responsible. There is an agency also. Uh, eight minutes. I like eight minutes. <laughs> we are responsible. Who made these banks go up? We do. We go to these banks and we put our money there because there are some Yani, uh, gifts or this or that in these banks. If we really do not help these banks, they will not go. It's, not, it's easy to say, oh, the government is responsible. True, yes, they are responsible also. But 
is not good to do in our life to throw our problems on the others. As we always say, you know, and here we say, the problems in our generation now is made by the last generation, previous generation, and will be solved by the next generation. So we are free. <laughs> no, this is not okay, yeah. No, 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 that's not the truth. The truth that each one is, who is involved in this, including the person who is making the, 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 the law or the loan, also the person who is taking. That's why if you, if you read the hadith of Muhammad Sallallahu about riba, he said that people who are cursed because of riba, the one who is writing also, the contract. And now, the, the, what am I supposed to do? I'm just an employee in the, in, the, in, the, in the bank. I'm just signing the, or writing the contract between this guy and the bank. I have not, I did not take anything. No, but I'm just, he is also cursed. The one who is writing this contract. The one who is holding. The one who is directing. Anybody who is involved in that, he is cursed. Na'udhu billah. La'ana Allahu akil al-riba wa mukilahu wa kaatibahu wa shahidayhi. Five people. The one who eats riba, is cursed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The one who gives riba is cursed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The one who writes riba contract is cursed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The one who is eyewitness for riba case is also, both of them, two, two witnesses, are cursed upon this hadith. So it's not this, well, this bank is doing this, holy holy. They don't take the punishment. No. The one also who is taking this, or the one who is also making the eyewitness for it, although he has nothing to do with it. Just he came and said, we need you to eyewitness this contract. So, because of us, these banks are doing this. If they have seen Muslims, you, know, you cannot now in Saudi Arabia here, alhamdulillah, they are trying now to, to come to satisfy the Sharia, not because they are good, no, but because they know that the people in here, they want Sharia. So they don't come, they don't give you, okay, we'll give you a hundred thousand riyals and you pay it one twenty, nobody will come to them. But they say, no, no, we have sharia, we have fatwa, ya sheikh, we have fatwa. Don't worry, we have fatwa. And when you ask them, what, where is this, they will fill you, will fill you, uh, say, metal, or gold in Paris, or something, you know, so, and you, you go, uh, go and sell it. Just play around. Tell them, where, where is this metal? Well, we'll take it to it. What they do is, they say, give us, uh, you know, tawkeer, we'll take care of it, we'll sell it for you. MashaAllah. And this metal is already dying in the same place for hundreds of years. Not me. They're just saying this. Is that? Taxes, yeah, installment, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. What's that? Taxes? Yes. There is a way, but I know someone who sees this taxes, which is usually done in here. I used to see this also in some place, I don't want to name, name places, but. They do it clearly. They sell you this thing, they own it. Because I cannot sell you something I don't own. Yani I own this book, you want to buy it from me? Yes. This, if I take it to market, I know it will, uh, it will be sold or bought by 20 riyals. I'll, I'll sell it for you, the sold in 25 riyals. I own it? Yes. I sell it for you, you take it from me, you go and sell it in some other place, that's fine. But there is a way. You tell me, okay, if I buy it from you for 25 riyals later on, installment, uh, خلاص, uh, sell it for me, please. No, you can't, you have to take it. I have to own it first of all. You have to take it. You go by yourself and sell it some other place. There are some conditions. 
Yes. This conditions are not implemented then the You do, yes. But this, this is called in fiqh, as you said, tawarruq. Tawarruq means you are buying something, a, high, a higher price, and you are selling it this price because you need cash. And you have to sell it yourself. Yes, yes. But, by the way, this is not agreed upon in every alam. There are some alam that even in terms is not allowed. You get the point? And maybe this sheikh we are talking about is taking the other side of fiqh, which is saying even in terms in here is not allowed. Yes. But there are some alam trying to... Because you need cash, because you are not paying it now. Yeah, because of, you said that, because of luxury, I want to have extra money, so I'm doing it. Yeah, ah, uh, uh, let's, let's, let's say this case is not for luxury, it's the case of because you need the money, you need the cash. That's what happens. Yeah, if you really need the cash, but, but most people will say that they're doing this for luxury. He doesn't, he, he doesn't, he wants to have a fancy car, okay, and of course he doesn't have cash because maybe, I have seen this my own, personally, some of our new staff and so their lives a long time ago, they he's just hired one, two, three, four months and he go and buy Lexus. Why do you buy Lexus? I asked him, his new staff is maybe 18 or 19 years old. Why you buy this? You could buy any other car, you know, alhamdulillah, I will take care of you to work in this. No, no, no. He wants to be a high guy, he's in Saudi Airlines and he is riding Lexus, so he's a top guy. And he is buying this and he is paying five years ahead, lots of money. But he is not employed at all. People are running after luxury. Luxury is very dangerous because Muhammad Sallallahu told us that, even Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala has holy book told us that one of the reasons that the people are falling into Jahannam is luxury. Inna kunna qablu fi ahli, the ayah of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala said, He's saying that mutrafeen. They are mutrafeen means, mutraf means the one who is living in luxury. He eats more than he needs. He lives, uh, you know, he changes his, his uh, clothes every week or two weeks or a month. Or, and he's changing, uh, you know, his, uh, mashallah, his uh, house. Uh, yalla, change, yalla. No problem. Luxury, uh, installment is there. Now they're installing even, even in television. Yalla, go, installment. And in the, uh, the month he has no money. And he goes and asks people, please help me out. He's supposed to do it the other way around. He should help people now with the money. He's a good guy. And the problem comes up when you cannot pay the instruments. Like when you stop paying the instruments, they're taking the property from you. He will go to uh, yeah, that's jail. <laughs> well, the, just that's the uh, last solution. But we say that, just imagine he can. But he's going to, to live in luxury for, for what? To show people that he is having a luxury? Muslim is not, this is not the way of Islam. Life. Muslim life doesn't look like this. Islamic life is to gain the money in halal and spend it in halal and in fact make some of it in front of you in judgment day. That's the way. Not to enjoy luxury in dunya. So everybody enjoys this car and this car and this car and One accident will destroy the gap. Before this insurance problem comes now and give us more accidents. They are not executives. They are not executives. And these sheikhs are not executives. They are only giving the fatwa upon the question. Plus, some of these banks are getting smarter by having a committee of sheikhs 
to, to, to maintain their business. But at the same time, they put them like, you know what you call it, to ask only. They cannot intervene. So that's why some sheikh, they resigned from these banks. Because they have seen that they are only asked, and they are taking the fatwa and signing the fatwa. Then when they come to ask if this fatwa is really implemented or it's in work, they say it's none of your business. Because they only wanted the sheikh, only for They don't allow them. They don't allow them. They don't allow them because they, they know if the sheikh will monitor the business, they will not have a business. Because their business is all haram or riba. Of us. 